we go. We're back for week three. It's all going down in the west right now. We're heading into lockdown. The Perth Wildcats, of course, I believe they've escaped. They're out. Pete Hawley, man across from me every single week. They are out. They're in Sydney now, which of all places. Of all places about the in grand Sydney. Final series last year. trash hole, that place. So unfortunately, <laughs> they've had to move from the area in the west. Where I'll tell you what my biggest thing with Perth, and I, I digress here, but they don't play music in the supermarkets. Oh, there's no music in the supermarket. So when people go to WA, and I lived there, I lived in Claremont for two years. Mm. When people go to WA, they always leave thinking, what was different? Like there's something different. Is that about true? WA. They don't play music in the supermarkets. Well, it doesn't help when you've got millions of quiet. people millions. panic buying toilet paper. You'd like some music to be able to help ease over that time. You would. But I'll tell you what, speaking of things going down in Perth, oh. I, don't know, I don't know whether this had anything to do with the lockdown. But a massive, massive blown opportunity. The worst miss in the history of basketball when the game is on wow. the line. There has never been a worse miss than this. Bang. Oh, it's in. Game over. Whoop. <laughs> oh, and how much does it suck to hear me, a failed NBL player, <laughs> going at someone who's won six rings in the NBL and is an absolute legend of the sport? Oh, you so, just but, don't see it. I do preface my, my critique on this with that. I don't think my opinions will worry Jesse Wagstaff <laughs> too much. But I'll tell you what, I have never seen a worse miss than that. You can even see the reactions with Simon Mitchell, Mitch Creek, everyone out of control, never seen anything like it, didn't even hit rim. Yeah, I didn't notice that until I saw that close up that didn't hit the rim, but obviously just couldn't believe he was so wide open and... The funny thing to me is that two days later in the NBA, it happened with yeah. TLC from Brooklyn Nets. Just missed the open one. TLC. <laughs> but I don't even know how to pronounce his name. But it happens. Like It does happen. And worst miss ever, I airballed a free throw up in Brisbane. Thought that was going to get a run here. So glad it didn't. I'll bring it on myself. But yeah, it's, I don't know. But if you're the Phoenix, you're probably going to take a wax stuff open layup than a, the ball in Bryce Cotton's no, hands anyway. No, You probably would. <laughs> no, though. you would never. That is Wag stuff makes that, I'm going to say 10 out of 10 times. Yeah, he really does. His next 10 attempts. Because that is, have you ever seen, I, I tried to, you know, we thought back to the dunk of the year last time and we got Ira Clark. You, you, sometimes things just trigger memories. I've never seen a worse miss than that. And that is one that will haunt you. You have nightmares of that sort of stuff. Yeah, I think it's, it, Goes in that category because other ones, game winners that are even our layups are probably off the dribble where you've got some sort of person or someone near you. He was completely naked under there and just got a little too excited or a little butt ass naked in front of 10,000 people. My dream. And hopefully, I don't squander the opportunity like that. But I'll tell you what, to the people on social media calling it Jesse Wagstaff, you can joke about it. It happens. The guy's a legend of the Wildcats, he's a legend of the league. You're a dickhead if you're on social media going at him personally. Do you think he wanted to miss that layup? No. And that's the that's the fine line, and I even think in time, probably later that night or the next morning, he's going to laugh about it once they've oh. moved on from it. But you will because, <laughs> but you don't have to get personal with him. And I saw some pretty disgusting things. Yeah, there was, there was just some trash on there. It just it's, doesn't need to be said. He's like, a great player, Mr. Layer, but he didn't try to do it. He's got sometimes s- I, I spill my coffee as I walk out the door. Like it happens. I, so, I'm pretty. I, I have ten thousand people watching me when I do that. Someone said that he deserves like he's done nothing to get his rings. I'm like, well, that's not true. He's actually mm. an integral part, and to even get on a team. For six consecutive years, you have to be doing something good. You do. <laughs> so that's it's wild. Getting on a team, you just mentioned. I'll oh. tell you who else has got on a team. Segway. The Mollerhoff cocktail. He's been thrown. Was out there in the lobby or the office. We are in a Collins Street yes. office right now. Just lighting up the – got mm. the gasoline in the bottle. You know yeah. you make a Molotov cocktail. Got the I gasoline do. in the bottle and I'm ready to peg it. Actually, I've already pegged it on Twitter. You did peg it. And I got it wrong. <laughs> but the premise of it is right. Dexter Kernitz-Drew signing with the Kings, not as an injury from – 
as I see here on the tweet, well, Dean Lozada. Yeah, we never put up who writes the We never put it up. Anonymous right there. Replacement for Angus Glover. Yep. Now, not sure whether how we're going to look at this. We haven't seen Dexter in a long time. I've grown up playing around Dexter. Never played on the same team. Scrimmage with him, a lot of different things. But I've, it's hard to see how he's going to fit into this lineup. I'm not sure whether he's going to play a huge amount, but they're flying him. He's flying up to Adelaide at the moment. Well, he's, they're going so to he's, need... getting, he's getting ready to get right in there. And I reckon he can bring a lot of what Glover brought in yeah. terms of athleticism. He's a good defender. He can shoot. I think he's going to hit. The funny thing is, this is an NBL one team with Brad Newley. Yeah. <laughs> so. but, it, but that's what they need. They're going to need some shooters. And obviously, the pool of who you're going to pick from with injuries and stuff now is very limited because there's no leagues going on. There's nothing really going on besides a couple of B grade MSAC leagues. Well, we've so, said that before when guys go down. It's going to be it's hard. It imports and the hardest. Exactly. That you can replace in this regard. Do you need to get another guy of DD potentially down the track? But the Kings is just getting hit. And you know that I love to get in on the Kings. Yeah. I love to get in on him, but I, I can't at the moment because injuries. And it's tough for him. Board's coaching a great team. They're, they're, they're playing well for what they've got. And we're going to go off topic here because we always do, but Adam Ford, and we talk about players like Perth have to move, we touch on a little bit and be away for eight weeks. Adam Ford hasn't seen his family for so long. They live in Perth, and his one-year-old is going to have a birthday soon that he can't even see. Like yeah. This is big credit to him, big credit to all the players and families for having to just pick up everything on the fly and move. It would be so hard, especially when you're losing games out of your control with injuries and stuff. Well, that's the thing. Oh. The, the Kings are looking good enough where they had a full complimented lineup. I'm actually looking at the, the price for the uh, outright championship. Cooks was there. comes back, DD finds his game again, Glover's back in. They're it's, looking pretty good because they're moving just, the ball well. If Casper could hit a shot deep in the fourth quarter, <laughs> they, they would have won a couple of games. But, but they need guys back and they just need to find their niche and, and just, but they need to just enjoy it and try and have some fun with it because it's all out of their hands. Injuries is horrible. They do. Well, social media, the NBL. Ooh. It's always been cringeworthy. Mm. I've always found it cringeworthy, the team saying, oh, can't wait till game time, blah, blah, blah. But now I find myself logging onto Twitter and actually laughing mm. at NBL team-branded memes, yeah. which is something I never thought I would happen. Most noticeably, New Zealand and Adelaide. Yeah. The way that they go, go at each other, Southeast Melbourne, fantastic as well. But I'll tell you what, <laughs> the NBL... Trying to go for engagements. We understand that's what all the teams are trying to do. They're going for engagements. Udai Barber brings in the engagements when he makes a highlight play or whatever it is. Now, that one, that was very early. I got onto this one straight away, 87 views. But two points. <laughs> and you're going to upload it to YouTube with two points. I understand tweeting, but uploading to YouTube, that is a process. It is. And you're going to put in brackets two points. Well, that's it. What is going on? And he on? had big games already prior in the other He's two had games. games. So He's played well, and I'm that's what we're putting out? I mean, that one probably better suited to Vine. That one is <laughs> that's two little two point clips. But they are, they're so hungry for engagements. They're going to upload a highlight hoop mixtape of Udai Barfuck's one bucket for the game. Just different angles. All Shout the out different to the angles. Japanese followers who are engaging yeah. with the tweets this year. If you also want to jump on and engage with everyone's favorite corporate bookmaker, Sports Bets Podcast, then yeah, we jump can on. start. Be our Maybe that's all we've got to start doing. Just really just go down it. that path. But I was also, you know what? I decided to watch the game on Twitch. Mm this weekend yep. just, to, just to, you know mix it up a little bit and who did I see oh, chowing down cheapest. on a bowl of me goring while the great Dwayne Pipe sits next to doing his notes who do you think is the hard worker in that situation I'll tell you what well, first, first off what happened why am I sitting there at half time watching you chow down on some Ho Chi Minh or whatever that is no that's Pico Pico fried rice Pico, shout Pico, out Pico no, Pico I think it, I need to get that sponsorship going uh, that was between games and we didn't have too long because I actually had texts from yours truly <laughs> for saying that 
wearing overtime. I'm not going to have time to eat, no break. And <laughs> a couple of words there, we can't remember. The, with the, so the, no volume, luckily. Yeah. No volume. So we just saw you and Dwayne Pipe just chowing I think down. someone just pressed the wrong button that had us up there. And normally you would eat somewhere else, but it was we had five minutes because the next game was coming on. So the overtime game was a bit of a worry and I needed to eat. I hadn't eaten all day prepared for that break. And I was just getting At least down. you're eating something like that. If you're eating like quesadillas or something like that or tacos, I can get a bit mad. I thought about that. Even if it was a, like a bread, a sandwich or something that just can be photoshopped. Oh, because I was ready. Yeah. I was ready to go. <laughs> I was, I was, I was bang. That screenshot, bang. Ready yeah. to go. But here we go. Everyone's favourite segment: shit takes. Oh, it is now, everyone's. It is everyone's favourite segment. It is. It is and it, uh, there's one man who's always very vocal on Twitter. Now, some people, someone tweeted out the other day saying that I was enemies with this man. Mm. Who, we've redacted the name for privacy purposes. Yeah, we've never. We've redacted that. Now, Congratulations to our Photoshop people in the background did a lot of effort into redacting that name. But a lot of people say I'm enemies with this man, which is not true. We live in a world where people have different opinions in different things. Yes. And you can disagree and still like someone, still be a fan of someone. So yes. I'm putting that to bed now. Okay. But let's have a look at this tweet. Oh, who's so that? here, I, I, you may have seen the tweet. I'm not sure who actually said it. Tuning in to tonight's NBL game. Would be good to see at the Hawks go 4 and out. Now, here's my beef. Okay. After being picked last by many, who on this (laughs) earth picked the Hawks to be last? Every single person who was making tips. I'm pretty sure everyone had Adelaide last, first of all, who were actually looking better than expected. But (laughs) I don't think there was a single person, I'm happy to be proven wrong, not via Photoshop, that someone picked the Hawks last. I want to see many. So we'll put a number on that. We'd say three or four. I would consider that. And the amount of people that are putting out proper season predictions, I would say you've got to present three or four people that had picked the Hawks last to make that an even close to justifiable <laughs> statement. Many? I was thinking min- minimum 10 for the word many. Yeah, I'm, but I'm, I'm setting a low bar yeah, for this I, one because I know that won't be met. I think, yeah, he's, what he's, he threw a little fishing rod out and you jumped at it because I don't think anybody <laughs> at all really picked and he's just reeling you in. Uh, but, yeah, the Hawks, I don't think. As soon as they sign Gorge as a coach, they... I think that it just the takes talk them from off. Everyone. It just takes them off bottom. Yeah, no that was it. Every every single person. And you said mentioned that. I had Adelaide last, and I'm yeah. eating my words well and truly. Shout I'm out my words almost every season pick so far. Yeah, everything. And we're going to touch on wrong. one of them. I was called for for a public apology. Oh. But we'll see whether that one's delivered. Nah, not later weeks on in the a show. Row. But yeah, no, the Hawks won't finish last, and I don't remember seeing it. I saw your tweet and people coming back saying they didn't see any as well, but no, no one there. saw it no because it didn't exist. It's the Bigfoot of NBL predictions. No one picked the Hawks to be last. But in player out of bounds. Now this one's an interesting one. My good mate Carl Beston runs the Best in a Greenway podcast, another good NBL content that's out there if you want to jump on that, raised the idea that Scotty Hobson is not coming under as much fire as Lamar Patterson. Both coming up with a donut this week. Where do you sit on that? In player out of bounds, that Scotty Hobson needs to be held to the same account that Lamar Patterson currently is. It's out of bounds for me. Ooh. I don't agree because I think one one thing. Hooli's off of, the fence. Hooli's off the fence. Well, one thing's out of his control there. I think Lamar Patterson coming in, not being ready for the season as well as he could have, is in his control. Scotty Hobson looks good. I've seen some stuff at training. Looks fine, but he's just not. Oh, so you've been down there training? Not finding out there. Yeah, pop in. I'm you've got, been mate, down I'm there training. Melbourne Tigers trying to get me. I pop in on the way to talking to Melbourne. Oh, Tigers. you're uncovering a bit of bias. Maybe this is why they call it the MBL. Well, I tried to go in there, and the Melbourne Tigers said they've got all the money spent on you. So I don't know what's <laughs> going on there. Can't even play an MBL one team for them. Well, I think there's a there, okay. So it goes two ways. I think there is a little bit of merit to it, but not as much as some people have been saying. So Lamar Patterson clearly came into the season overweight, although he's done that every single year has, that he's been here and been all MBL. He's MVP. also a known <laughs> commodity in this league. Mm. So if anything, he should have more leeway to play like this than Scotty Hobson does. Scotty Hobson had a good back end of the season. 
And I think before the injury as well, he had a decent little run there, but nowhere near the same sort of mass product that Lamar Patterson had produced. Scotty so Hobson- it, it, it does seem a little bit weird that we're not coming at Scotty Hobson more. You can also forgive him for being on a much better team. The team's stacked and they're winning games without needing him. But still, from an individual perspective, I do think that fans, do, media especially, especially media, does need to come a little bit more at Scotty Hobson for his performance well, and put him under the microscope the same way that they do with Lamar Patterson. Because Lamar Patterson's yeah. not doing anything different. Of course, he's still playing a little bit worse than he has in previous seasons, but quarantine, all this sort of stuff, 14 days quarantine, constantly moving around, not knowing whether the next game's going to get cancelled. You can, you can make a couple of excuses there. But it just does seem very strange that Scotty Hobson barely a tweet. Well, it is now because after the throwdown, it was the first round where two imports had zero and the same thing had donuts. Yeah. So he has got some, and he'll be frustrated. You could see it. He just he wants to get. But where does he fit in that? Yeah, United but you, it's all good and well. I think everybody wants to come out and score twenty in the NBL. Yeah, but you're getting paid to perform a certain way. Yeah, well, and right now Scotty Hobson is. Well, way, we got the way, Scotty Hobson. He's averaging four point three points on nineteen percent shooting. Yeah, that's. I would probably say you're earning about a hundred thousand dollars a point there, if my math is correct. <laughs> <laughs> but that's. But he's. You talk about where he came from with the Breakers last year. He wasn't a point. He's not a point guard, but still had the ball in his hands most of the time for the Breakers. RJ Hampton was running, but. And I think that's where it comes to. There is some excuses to be made. That this is a exactly. completely different dynamic. Everything's changed there as well. Lamar Patterson, there's obvious tangible things where you can say, oh, this guy's coming out of shape. Here's my question to you then. Oh, here we go. What's more, what more important is right now is I think United can still win it without Scotty Hobson performing. But if the breakers want to be good, they need Lamar Patterson yeah. to be putting up Lamar Patterson numbers. So I that's agree. something that... There's more onus in that. And that's the thing. Unfortunately, the situation is that Lamar Patterson needs to play well yeah, for them. exactly. Win. Which, again, you look at that roster and it, he should be able to have some off nights and they still win. He needs to be Corey able Webster, to... Webster, Ty Webster. Yeah, and it's more though you see what what can you do. If you're not putting points, everyone has off nights, especially those elite guys. We, we had off nights a lot, so it's a lot different for us. But what can you do to make your team better when you're struggling offensively? What can you do on the defensive end, getting rebounds, just facilitating? He looks, the body language looks woeful. Everything that's looks woeful. And that's where I can credit Scotty Hobson a little bit. Yeah. Body language is there. He's still playing hard. But Dan Shamir came out. We love Dan Shamir now after our change from last year. Yeah. He came out and said how much he loves him and that he's going to be able to turn it around. And it's a, and I have no doubt that he will. Sure. Again, I'm just cutting you off every single time. You, you are. Which we can you know what? It's all right. So be it. Because your name comes up first in the promo. So I've got, I've got to make up for that. That's fair. I didn't Somewhere. But you're right. I have no doubt that Lamar Patterson is going to turn this season around oh, at some sure. point. But it's just annoying that why every single year does this happen? Maybe he knew that it was going to be a longer season and there's going to be way more games like the NBL Cup. Like so a that bear. He gained more weight for the winter <laughs> and then got ready to come it's one in. One of your better ones. And then his MVP price goes out. Yeah, okay. I think that's insider trading and heavily illegal. So he probably <laughs> won't be doing that. But it's time for Hot or Cold. Now, Jock Landau got on Twitter. Mm. He came at me at the start here with the Jack White prediction, me saying that maybe... He might not win Rookie of the Year this year. I think it was a pretty lukewarm mm. prediction. So does he deserve, hot or cold, does Jack White deserve an apology for not being listed as the Rookie of the Year this year by me in the preseason awards? Not for that tweet, but the following one, yes, he deserves an apology because you no. said next year, yes, just not this year. And Blasphemy. And first three games, especially that throwdown, he has looked outstanding. Yeah, he's looked great. 
but where where on earth Isaac Humphreys? We said okay, that's not going to work. That's mm, yeah. not going to work. We didn't say Isaac Humphreys was a bad play. We just said that ain't going to work at Adelaide with the two bigs. Egg face. Well, you just said works. he's going to take a while to. Yeah, get, I said he's going to take a while to develop. I'm not saying that he's a bad player. I'm not saying that he's not going to fit within that unit. But you know, it's, it's a, not public apology level. Ooh. Public apology is just blatant wrong. I had Jack White listed in potential Rookie of the Year candidates. When? At the start of the year. Well, because you listed every rookie. Yes. <laughs> but he but proved still. you wrong in 30 seconds of the first game. He looked really good. Oh, okay. Since I'm not going to change my opinion from 30 seconds. He's well, looked good. He's looked if fantastic. If he continues this for two more weeks, will he get an apology? Or is he just not never going to get one? No, because I didn't think that I rated him low enough in the preseason to right. garner an apology. Whereas Isaac Humphreys is playing at MVP level. Yeah, okay. And I didn't rate him... To because be able to make a huge impact because well. yeah, of the okay. system. So All there's right. a huge difference there. Mate, Jack White back has made – okay, here's the thing. I'm not going to apologise, but Jack White has made me look stupid. Okay. Two th- I'll, so I'll, I'll admit to that. I'll back Jack you. White has made me look like a fool, which, again, is no prize worth fighting for. Many have done it. <laughs> But that's where that's so where I'll leave it. There's my... no public apology. If he wins the MVP, yes, I'll come out with a public apology and say <laughs> okay, I underrated it. So do you want my backup on Twitter to jock for that? Yes, okay, okay. I do. My... I, want your, I want your burner account to go nuts. If he goes, if he wins MVP, egg on the face. Another award. We're heavy on the awards this year because all of them are so hotly contested. Yep. Hot or cold, Mirko Jeric, MIP, most improved oh, player. Right now, I think it's Can cold. you give me a cold. hot or a... Thank you. I'm getting there, man. I still, this is a year and a half. I don't even know how this segment works. Uh, I think it's cold. I don't think the Cairns are still under underperforming for what we've seen. He does look good. He he looked so much better in that Brisbane game, not settling for contested threes, making big dimes. I loved what I saw from him in that game against the Bullets. But what is a contested three for Mirko is what he likes. Yeah, he does. He true. gets fouled. On yeah. threes. I, I wouldn't be surprised if he played 40 minutes a game, he'd lead the league in, in and one threes. Well, I've, I, think, I think so just, he's a Bryce Cotton type. He likes that contested shot. You see him coming around that off balance. That's how he's always played. So when I watch that as a Cairns fan, I wouldn't be too annoyed if he's shooting those. And he's, he's hitting them at a good rate yeah. at the moment. But I don't think that's much of a worry. But I, I, I'm a fan of him at the moment for oh, I'm big fan. proven they're going to need to win more games. They are. So that's that. why I don't have him in that category. We've still got Joe Luala Chul. Here's my. We actually got. I think Sam Froling's looking good for the Hawks as well. But oh, can Shaylee you think win the most improved? No. Why not? Because he was decent last year. He played pretty well, and he's just coming up as a little defender this year. Yeah, fair enough. Cold. Move, move yeah, on. That was so cold. I was just was because he's in cold. He is, was, I think he's the most important. Ice bucket challenge. So, cold. We, <laughs> Sorry, I'm just trying to warm up after that one. Okay. Well, we had <laughs> other players as well. Hot or cold? Send Lamar Patterson home. Cold. <laughs> It's the most ridiculous one. I know what it means, this segment, when it comes to that. Absolutely not. Because as we've seen, years past, he's done the same and ended up being an MVP caliber. You're cold. At what point? And I didn't say now. At what point? How long do you leave it? If he's still averaging averaging donuts, he's not going to average donuts. But he's still performing like that. We're two games in. Of course I'm going. Two games in, and he had 16 in the first game and donut in the second game. So his first game, he looked okay. He just, I know, it was his body language in this. I knew. It was the body language and that sort of stuff. And And I'm also as a coach, like how much you're you're paying a guy to come in in shape. And that's what annoys me. And and don't get me wrong, we did the post-game stuff with Lamar Patterson at the MVP Awards. Fantastic guy. Fantastic dude. And, And I'm also, you know, we make jokes, but we probably should be pretty, like, fat shaming and that sort of stuff. Like it is kind of – the guy's a professional athlete. He's always been a little bit thicker. Mm. He's just looking a little bit – I played him bit. in college and he was still – He was still in that sort of shape. That's... So he's never going to look like he's a – he's not going to look like Casey Prather. No. 
Like, we've got to understand that. He's always going to look a little chubbier just by nature of just how his body's built. But yeah, it's the, it's body the way language, he plays. The body language thing Where you can see that a player's out of shape. So when people come at us for fat shaming and doing that, no. It's the way that a player mm. plays that you can see. They can barely jump over a phone book, phone book at the moment. Well, yeah, I was going more down the body language side of, and that's what it's just a mental thing that's taking its toll. But I send him home. That's outrageous. He'll he'll end up being all NBL second team. I'll say it now. Bang! Hold up! Yeah. Don't you whisper that into the mic? All NBL second team, Lamar Patterson. He's going to turn it around. All and make NBL everyone second eat team. Everything. There's Bang. so many good players. That's make cool. everyone eat everything. That is an absolutely outrageous call by me. <laughs> <laughs> Break is dodge a bullet, avoiding oh. having to go into Perth. They would have been stuck in that lockdown. Hot. God knows how long that's going to. Go for. I know that Perth are just starting to understand the power of a WhatsApp rumor at the moment. With how good when that? that stuff goes yeah. around, I've seen. I've had multiple messages from mates that still live in Perth saying, "Oh, we're locked down for two months now. Oh, lockdown's ending tomorrow." So uh, hopefully, was... you guys understand the annoyance of those WhatsApp messages and those viral messages. But is that a bullet dodged? Abs- that's the hottest thing because for those who are unaware, the Breakers were supposed to play Perth on Friday, I think it was, yeah. and they ended up having uh, or Saturday, and they were sick. They had some symptoms that was through every single player apparently. So it was like, what's going on? They couldn't fly. They had to postpone because the, I'm pretty sure it was they just couldn't go to Perth because they have different restrictions on getting on planes to go to Perth yeah, yeah. than any other state would have been yeah. fine. If they'd got there, they would have been there less than 24 hours before McGowan got up and said something. In a little hotel room as well. You're not sitting back oh, like, a, you know, imagine know some that. of the Jesse Wag stuff. He's got six rings. He's probably sitting back and you, you can get some nice expansive property in Perth. Yeah. You got the pool out there. Absolutely. You know, the kids running around. Dodge rings bullet. glistening in the sun. You're not doing that in a motel six or wherever the New Zealand breakers would have been staying mm. when they went over there. So and, massive. And with that, we talk dodge. you talk about the Wildcats having to come straight back over because of everything that happened with the lockdown and basically with twelve hours notice, get on a plane, leave your families and stuff. I've seen some of the best Responses We've seen it all around that people are like, well, my team's been on the road. This is unfair. It's all about Melbourne and stuff. I've seen a lot of people being like, we understand. Well done to get out of here. Like, we back you guys. We can't wait to see you again. Like, that's the way to approach everything with this yeah. season. Harpy, love it. Harpy, yeah. Shout out to our people over Number in Number one ticket holder. Fantastic. No, and hope they're doing job. well. Hold through it. Hopefully just five days. All gets done and you're back on the thing. But I have said that the reaction from the Western Australian people that I have on Twitter and whatnot has been extremely positive. Let's just get this done, get it over with, lockdown. They want to be their own country. I saw an article about it. Yeah, I know. They do want to secede, I believe the term is. But here we go. Now, I've seen some whinging from Mm. Sydney Kings people, shock, horror, online that there's not enough talk about DJ for most improved or rookie of the year. Yeah. Now, I've got to say, I'm usually against some whinging, but they Mm. might have some merit here. They really might. He's good. Well, we knew he was good, but with these players that were injured, he's going to keep getting 20 shots a game. Yeah, and that was my issue. I thought that, geez, he has some bad nights sometimes. Mm. But he's also a really clutch player. He gets shots when they need them. So who do you go to at the end of the game? I'm almost at the moment where I'm like, I'm giving the ball to DJ at the end of the game. He's hit game winners on the FIBA level, the state level, back for the Tigers. I remember he was really good in the fourth. Oh, it's a hot call. I like this one because... Yeah, I I think DJ is... I think we've severely... If anyone's staring down the barrel of a public apology... It may be DJ well, we in never, the future. Because we didn't, I guess, bring him up. We didn't bring him up. And that's the thing. Not being brought mm. up is worse than being brought up, is worse than being lowly rated. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I don't know about that. Uh, but I think, yeah. But I think that he can help Casper out. Because you talk about Casper's struggles. He struggled on the weekend of if Casper can. Casper is in an almighty rut at the moment where I don't even put, know if you can call it a rut. If he, if he can put that effort into being. Because he's still going to be able to create and find Vasilovich running off screens and stuff, then that's going to take the pressure off Sunday. Desch just said, I'm just going, I'm just going to lock down Casper. And then Vasilovich went for 28. If he goes to 25 again, all of a sudden you can't just say, okay, 
We're just going to go to Casper. He's playing like an all-NBL player. He's, we, are, we are throwing huge calls out. Huge. <laughs> uh, I love it. I think he's definitely in the conversation. There's a couple. Jack White's definitely in the conversation. Josh Giddy's in the conversation. It's hard. There's so many players so up many, for every man. single war. But I'll tell you what, short and sharp today, Pete, just the way you like it. Yes, thank you very much. It was well, a pleasure, eh? Thanks for tuning in. Good luck to all our Perth followers on lockdown whatnot. Let's get ready for another massive week. Good luck.